0: We love miniature golf and hope you're here because you love this miniature putting game too. Welcome to volume one of the best and favorite mini golf on the puttcast. At this point, you know me. I'm Mr. T. I also go by the name Tom. I'm one half of A Couple of Putts, where with my wife, we build, design, and play mini golf across the world. Find our work and play adventures at a coupleofputts.com and on social media at Couple Putts.
1: And I'm Pat the Putting Penguin. I'm a competitive mini golfer and along with my friend Mandy, I've run the Putting Penguin website and social media outlets for the past 20 years. We not only review miniature golf courses, but we share our love of the sport by highlighting how versatile it is for entertainment and educational purposes. Tom and I started the podcast this year looking at the Australian season of Holy Moly. In less than a couple of months, we're gonna be focusing on season three of the US version. But for now, we're
0: highlighting all sorts of other mini-golf topics, from competitive to silly. And why are we recording right now? Well, because this Saturday, May 8th, is National Miniature Golf Day in the United States. Not to be confused with the International Mini-Golf Day, September 21st. The second Saturday of every May is the National U.S. Mini-Golf Day. But why are there two days my guess is that May is probably the best day and the first really good weekend for weather in the Northern Hemisphere, but we're just happy to celebrate the mini-golf season either in September and May, and thought it'd be a great excuse to have an episode talking about the game we love.
1: And really, for us, every
0: Monday is Mini-Golf
1: Day because we celebrate hashtag mini Monday on all the socials, so join along with us every week. On this episode, we're going to specifically celebrate National Mini-Golf Day by hitting on a couple of topics. We're going to look at some new courses to put on your docket to play this year, and then highlight a few of our favorite courses beyond those that just we, and many others, talk about when it comes to courses at the top of the list. At the end, we'll have some special contributions that we collected from mini golfers around the world, including Holy Moly alums and pro putters, about their favorite mini golf courses. If you're interested in getting something included on a future episode of Podcast, because we're going to run back some talk about fun courses, favorite courses, and other courses throughout our run, reach out at the email address pupwhenready at gmail.com. So before we jump into our best and favorite, we wanna share a little news from the mini golf world. So I'm gonna start off with the World Deaf Championships invitation was just recently shared by the World Mini Golf Sport Federation. So this event, which highlights really the accessibility of sport for everyone, began in 2017 alongside the World Avenger Golf Masters that was held in Croatia. This year, the WMF is hoping that this particular tournament will mark the return to international competitions, and personally, I would love to see that too, since we've gone about 18 months without one. It's planned for July 13th through the 17th in Bamberg, Germany, and... The WMF will be keeping an eye on the local pandemic situation, and by May 30th, we'll have a final decision on whether or not the event will be held. Fingers crossed,
0: we want to get to see some international putting back on the slate. Yes, cannot wait to see some international putting. And I've got two little quick pieces, and it starts with some local putting. As many of you know, I'm based out of Minnesota in the United States, and we had a new endeavor pop up called Craft. that is a local league that's doing two round tournaments across the Twin Cities metropolitan area of Minnesota. Their next event is May 12th at the Lynx, and I'm looking forward to going and competing and not having to be the one that set up the tournament. So thank you to the folks at PuttCraft. The other quick plug, and that we've announced on a couple of putt social media, is that we're helping lead a call for proposals at Dreamland Mini Golf in Dripping Springs, Texas. If you go to a couple of putts, either go to our link on our Instagram page or to our webpage under our news, you can get the full details for our call for proposals. It's an immigration-themed course where we're looking for an international theme to the entire mini golf course that we are going to help bring to life. We're looking for your ideas, designs, drawings, and all of that. Myself and Robin of a couple of putts. Are going to be helping bring this entire course come to life over the next year and we're excited to see all of your ideas so please contribute so we had always intended on doing a number of episodes with the puttcast where we're going to focus on our favorite mini golf courses all over given that both a couple of putts and putting penguin have done that in our endeavors and reviewed courses to highlight the courses that we really like additionally as a couple of putts we also created a list of 18 of our favorite courses that you can find as an itinerary on the website Atlas Obscura. That's pretty exhaustive, but we wanted to add a little bit more to it and bring it to the podcast because a lot of those 18 courses, they're already making those big national lists because they're amazing. And you can go to that itinerary and check those out. What we're doing with this podcast is we're going to expand upon it and we're going to add to it. So I'm going to let Pat kick it off and have him talk about some of his favorites. Okay, so the first two I've got are ones
1: that If you follow on the Putting Penguin on any of our social medias or have talked to me at any point about mini golf, I will always extol. But they're really just not quite big enough to hit a lot of those national top 10 lists. So one is local to us and has really become one of our home courses, and that's called Matterhorn Mini Golf. It's in Canton, Connecticut. I think it's about seven years old at this point, and it is entirely... Switzerland themed. So it's really fun. Every hole has something that's Swiss themed. There's a couple kind of goofy holes, but overall it's a really competitive course. There's a lot of different ways to play the holes and you will have a lot of fun just taking a travel through Switzerland. They do very Disney-esque style of immersing yourself into the country and definitely one of the top places in New England and one of the You know, top smaller ones, probably in all the country that we've had a chance to play. The second one that I always have to talk about, easily one of my top three favorite courses of all time, is Dolphin Mini Golf up in Booth Bay, Maine. It is the classic, idyllic New England miniature golf course. It's on the coast of Maine. It's set in a beautiful oak grove. It's about 30 years old, handmade by the um, recently passed away Lee Stoddard. Beautiful brick signs, uh, siding and it is entirely nautical themed because of course it's Maine, there's holes shaped like dolphins and whales, and it's just the the perfect combination of fun aceable holes, a couple challenges, there's ice cream there, and you will just never walk away unhappy from that place, and it still costs like six bucks to play, which in this day and age is unbelievable for a course like that in a setting like that. So those two are always on the top of my list. But I also wanted to highlight a couple that I don't get a chance to really talk about much. Um, One is because it's about, like, I don't know, 6,000 miles away from me (laughs) on the island of Kauai in Hawaii. Yep. The Garden Isle, (laughs) Kauai, I had a chance to visit on my my honeymoon and was not actually expecting to find a miniature golf course there because it's rather not commercial island of Hawaii. But they have a miniature golf course which doubles as a botanical gardens and... Allows you to travel through the history of the Hawaiian Islands through its flora. Mm. And it's absolutely unbelievable. Beautiful course. Plays well. um, And it's just this gem that's out there. And it's everything that you would want from the Garden Island of Kauai. So definitely recommend if you ever get a chance. I think it's on the North Shore. Um, You can't miss it. You got to drive by it to get to a lot of the places that are normally recommended on the island. Mm.
0: That, well... Yet another excuse to go Why is there's mini golf there. We haven't been there. We haven't been to the state period, but now there's mini golf. And
1: there's, as far as I know, well, let's see, I know there's mini golf on Oahu and I know there's mini golf on Maui as well. So at least three of the islands have got courses that are worth playing. And then uh, the last one I wanted to highlight coming all the way back to the East Coast. And um, this one we last played in 2016. So I'm still hoping it's as good as when we played. It's in uh, Essex County, New Jersey, and it's called Essex County Mini Golf Safari. And what I love about this is, yep, it's a classic safari theme, but what they did is they kind of staged your way through um, a travel. So there's like a water-based section. There's a Mm -hmm. desert-based section. There's a jungle-based section. They use different colored carpetings. They use the appropriate, flora, fauna, for that type of thing. So it's that, again, that kind of Disney-esque feel of taking you on a journey through the mini golf. It was in really great condition. And, you know, it's run by the public county, which is just, you know, awesome to see uh, that. And I know we see a lot of it up here in the Northeast of just towns, cities, counties have looked at it and said, this is a great way to generate revenue, provide jobs for local people. And when they churn out something that, that is that impressive from a theming aspect... Like it's worth talking a little about. So, those are my four to highlight on National Mini
0: Golf Day 2021. Well, as I mentioned with the Atlas Obscura list, I feel like I've already contributed a lot with my 18. So, I'd encourage you to take a look at that list. But when I was thinking about that list of my favorite mini golf courses, There was one that wasn't on that list. And I can really say that the only reason I didn't include it because it just feels so much more personal. So in Lake George, New York, there's the infamous around the world mini golf. And that made the list because A, it's amazing. B, it's super unique. And it's one of the most distinguishable mini golf courses in the country. It's super old. It'll get mentioned in some of our comments later on from the people that we had record their favorite mini golf around the world. But the other course in Lake George that in some ways... I love a little bit more, is the Goonie Golf course there. And the reason is, is that in Spring Lake Park, about 10 minutes north of where we're at, Minneapolis, there used to be a three-course complex that was part of the Goonie Golf chain that closed about five, six years ago. We have one of the signs in our living room, and it was one of my favorite courses growing up. When it closed, I did this really exhaustive, deep dive onto the course where I've got like hundreds of Polaroids from the owners and the family that ran it. Did a big feature on a couple of putts that I'll share out along with this, but the course is your classic 1960s, 1970s, even a little 1950s roadside culture, big dinosaur, big green dinosaur. Sometimes they paint it different colors, big Humpty Dumpty, all sorts of wild creatures and castles. And it was just super, super fun. Why am I mentioning the one in Lake George? Is because that one's still there, and the shape that it is in is impressive. The Goonie Golf chain, at one point, based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, was one of the bigger mini golf chains across the country. Think currently like of like Pirate's Cove or the Hackers or the Monster Mini Golf chains that you see all over. Goonie Golf had them everywhere. I think they were up to about 40 chains. They weren't as big as Putt-Putt. that had hundreds, but they had a lot of chains and they had them across the country. At this point, there's maybe like four or five left. They have a standard group of characters. And going back to the one in Lake George was just amazing for me to see that course in such great shape. It's only one 18-hole course, but the size and the scale of the characters, everything was working perfect. Everything was painted well. I'll be honest, the Spring Lake Park Goonie Golf Course that we played many times was pretty beat up. Things weren't working and by the time it closed, everything was in pretty rough shape that it would have taken a lot of money for anybody to rehab that. So when I think of going to Lake George, I actually think of that Goonie Golf Course primarily even over around the world because there's like that nostalgia and that wanting to have that course back 10 minutes from me to be able to play, but also like the idyllic version of the thing that I grew up seeing. So if you're in Lake George, go check out that course. I don't want to say too much more because we got a ton of people that contributed their best and favorite mini golf courses at the end of this. I've got 15 submissions as it is already. So we're just going to move on. We're going to talk about some new entries into the mini golf market in the last year. And I'll let Pat start off with that. Yeah. And before I
1: get to that, I think one of the interesting things that was a thread of all the ones that we've heard so far was a point that you made of just like, how miniature golf can create this personal connection. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot because you're playing it, you know, usually first when you're a kid and it evokes all these things. But as you were talking about, it just reminded me of like a lot of conversations I've heard about people, you know, once the first time you saw a movie or heard a band mm-hmm. and I think miniature golf is just in that societal thing. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. Everybody's got their first and favorite. So you'll hit, like Tom said, you'll hear more from a lot of people called in. We encourage you to send some stuff and hopefully on national miniature golf day, maybe you're playing a course.
0: that's going to leave that mark for you or your kids for the rest of their lives. And since that might be why we did this episode, to give you some (laughs) ideas, some cool courses out there that maybe you haven't heard of and they are near where you live, go out and play them and support them, especially those locally owned mom and pop courses. Which is the lead into, you know, new mini golf courses coming up and maybe some of these
1: will be ones that you hit in the future. So a couple I just want to talk about, we've mentioned, I think both of these on previous episodes, Mm -hmm. at least the Putt Shack one, but we have the U.S. entries of the U.K., um, chains, putt shack, and swingers. Putt shack is kind of the, the top golf of mini golf. Swingers is kind of classic. British Pub Meets Mini Golf Vibe. Um, both of those are opening locations uh, throughout the U.S. Um, D.C. is Swingers one. I know they're coming to New York City. Putt Shack, we've got Nashville, Chicago area, and Atlanta. They're going to be looking to grow, but certainly fun places that have entered the market or will be entering the market. And then just a shout out to a little bit more mom and pop one. This one is Roy's up in Auburn, Maine. That's I think just got finished last summer. Um, Really cool, handmade course. Just a lot of really interesting designs. It's at a hamburger shack, which is always great. You can get some food, driving range. There's a disc golf there too. But shout out, I had a chance to play that after a a tournament at a different course up there and was just really, really blown away by the creativity that went into it. And if you're in the area, it's definitely worth a stop by. You know, we'll send that out as well on the socials because we got
0: a review on that up at the Putting Penguin. (laughs) And for my new ones, again, if you didn't listen to all the Holy Moly episodes, and I don't blame you, we had mentioned some of these new courses that opened in the last year, not too far from the Austin, Texas area, both Putt Pub and Dreamland. You can find the reviews of them at a couple of putts, two very different mini golf experiences, Putt Pub, there's a lot of aces to be had, Dreamland. Those aces, especially on the holes with the black pin, are super difficult. Both of them opened within the last year down outside of Austin. Well worth your effort to go to. Other courses that I've seen online, going to kind of just throw out a few of them. Two of them, I have to say, I don't find a ton of amazing indoor mini golf, but all the photos that I saw of another round in Dallas look super impressive. And I know that the urban putt in Denver, based on the urban putt that I, we've played in San Francisco is going to be amazing. It's one of the best indoor courses around the one in San Francisco. I expect nothing less of the course in Denver, given that the owner of Urban Putt, Steve Fox, is a true mini golf nerd for a long time and really pushes it. The other one that I've only seen on social media and I know is expensive— and is like a pop-up thing, but there is a Pixar-themed mini golf course in Australia that has a few holes that have been super intriguing, and I haven't been able to see the full course, but there's one of them where you start by hitting the ball into the house and up, and then you use a crank to bring it up a hill, and the ball moves around, and just look for photos online. It looks like an awesome course. I'm hoping that somehow it makes it to the United States. I'll play it once. I know it was like a crazy expensive price from our Australian friends that were posting about it. But I want to play it anyways, because if someone's doing something unique in mini golf, I want to support it, even if it is like a major franchise, because I want to see the ball have some really fun experiences. Again, as Pat said, send us always your favorite mini golf and best mini golf ideas in our dms in our twitter mentions in all of our social media or email us at putwinready at gmail.com we're always happy to have your tips and if you want to make an audio contribution we're happy to have it but we're going to move on to the end of our show because we have a ton of contributions it's going to be really cool so we're going to finish it up with big thoughts mini golf I'm excited to see others around the world getting vaccine shots, but I know the distribution is slow and people are still nervous getting out and back into the world. It's up to everyone to decide their comfort level, but the most important thing is still respect everyone's boundaries. It's okay if people still want to wear masks, or may even be slightly squeamish about giving a high five, fist bump, or a hug. Check in with each other. And let's make sure we leave room for people to ease back into reality and or proceed with caution.
1: And in the US we were fairly lucky in that miniature golf was something that was mostly open throughout the pandemic. But we know it wasn't the case in all parts of the states and certainly not across the world. So as we emerge from this, don't forget that a lot of your favorite courses are small businesses and locally owned. Let's make sure we give them the right amount of support so that they can continue to thrive and give us tons of pleasure in the future as we all get back to business. Minster Golf would be a great place to reconnect with friends as we get back to gathering with others. And with that, we're at the 19th hole. Until next time, putt when ready.
2: Hello, my name is Robin, also known as the Pink Putter, and I am one half of a couple of putts together with my husband, Mr. T, who you might know as one of the co-founders of the podcast, Mr. T and I had our first date on a mini golf course, we got married on a mini golf course, and together we've played over 350 mini golf courses around the world. In addition to playing mini golf, we also write reviews, design our own holes, and love to consult on courses. Mr. T and I created a list on Atlas Obscura of 18 must-play courses around the globe. And speaking of around the globe, one of my favorite courses that's not on that list is called Around the World Miniature Golf, located in Lake George, New York. This course is inspired by souvenirs collected by the founder, Harry Horns, travels to other countries. Holes are themed around specific countries and include A giant boxing kangaroo, an oversized sombrero, and giant pyramids. Many fun gameplay ideas, immersive designs, and what you might consider quintessential miniature golf. All of this is surrounded by beautiful mountains and nestled right on Lake George itself. And when we played, we experienced a magical purple-blue sunset and a beautiful starry night. And when you're done playing mini-golf, you can head over to the Pink Roof Ice Cream Shop just on the other side of the course and get yourself a nice cool treat.
3: Hey there, putt-putt pals and mini-golf maestros and mavens. It's your holy moly buddy, Evan Michael here. I grew up in western Massachusetts, the Berkshires, and first fell in love with miniature golf thanks to the local Baker family who opened up a driving range and classic 18-hole miniature golf course in Lanesboro. It was where I, dare I say, cut my rug as a putt-putt aficionado. From there, I was able to do family vacations in Lake George where I fell in love with around the world and around the US. I know that the Pink Putter and Mr. T himself have done some pretty awesome reviews on those two courses. I still have a favorite hole, which is where you jump it up and it goes through the kangaroo and out the other side. And then just down the road, there's Goonie Golf, where you have to hit it up through Humpty Dumpty. I'm telling you, that was kind of my my Augusta of miniature golf courses, getting to play those Lake George courses. And I certainly hope to share even more amazing memories from the tee to the green, as we have an ace of an experience with this Putt Putt podcast.
4: Hey, this is Mandy, co-founder of The Putting Penguin. I'm from Connecticut and now live in the DC area. For 20 years, Pat and I have posted mini-golf reviews from around the U.S. and the world on our website. I've competed in local mini-golf tournaments and otherwise helped Pat when I can on the latest mini-golf schemes. I grew up playing tours in Ellington, Connecticut. It was a classic mid-20th century course with a windmill and a rocket ship and everything else you would expect to have on there. Even my mom grew up playing this course. Unfortunately, it was demolished several years ago for a subdivision. These days, my favorite courses to play are still back home in Connecticut, most especially Matterhorn Mini Golf in Canton.
1: Hello, PuttCast. This is Danny Badley from Hendersonville, North Carolina. I'm a 10-year pro on the USPMGA, and my favorite course is U up in Pennsylvania. I love the long holes on that course. All 36 of them are a challenge, and it's just a great place to play some mini golf.
5: My name is Emily Gottfried. I am Cheadle Hume, uh, just south of Manchester in the UK and my relationship with mini golf is a long one since about 2008. Uh, Richard, my husband and I have been playing, traveling, visiting, getting involved in all areas of mini golf. Uh, Richard runs the Crazy Golf Museum and uh, we also are on the cusp of visiting almost 1000 courses uh, around the world. And I am also a two time Women's World Adventure Golf Champion. And I have a British women's record, uh, which I achieved in Sweden in international competition, uh, where I scored 24 shots on an 18 hole course, which I'm very proud of. That was uh, 12 aces and six twos. And um, my favourite course. In the whole world is actually in Lyme Regis, which is on the south coast of the UK in Dorset. Um, it is a beautiful, unique course uh, built and run and owned still by the council, which is quite unique. Um, it is very playable, it is very well planned, it overlooks the most beautiful um, sandy beach at Lyme Bay, and you can also uh, see the Cobb, which is a famous old fishing port. It's just a lovely, historic little place um and it is absolutely beautiful and it is just one of my favorite places to go and also one of my favorite courses to play although it's very far from where we live now so we don't get down there hardly ever so um there you go thank you very much
6: hi there i'm squire richard gottfried i'm from cheadle hume in stockport england and i'm a big fan of mini golf i've been playing the game since i was a little kid but since 2006 I've been seriously addicted to the game, visiting more than 900 courses in the UK and a few courses over in the US, Finland, Sweden, Austria. Um, I blog about the game, uh, I play in tournaments, I consult on new courses, I've played for Great Britain and uh, I'm also the curator of the Crazy Golf Museum, so I've got a large collection of all manner of different items and lots and lots of scorecards. Um, when I'm thinking about my favourite types of courses, I'd have to say it's the the classic 1960s Arnold Palmer putting courses. There are a few left in the UK, um, and I've been to most of those. Um, and the favourite ones, really, you know, it's on um, Skegness Seafront, uh, Hastings. Um, And also um, in Prestatin in Wales, where they've got a fantastic 18-hole Arnold Palmer crazy golf course, which is still perfect to play. Absolutely fantastic with some of the classic obstacles, so windmills, obelisks, flat loops. Um, And it's a real tricky testing, you know, test of your ability. So they're great fun to play, and I just love playing unique, uh, wacky interesting different crazy golf courses and of course it takes me all around the country and hopefully in the future i'll be able to get to a few more courses overseas too so uh let the good times roll
7: hello everyone uh my name is matt ansley uh, and i am from new zealand i currently live in auckland which is the biggest city in new zealand uh my relationship to mini golf Goes way back to when I was five years old when I played my first game, uh, but officially with mini golf events since 2017 uh, when the first New Zealand mini golf open was played. Uh, since then, I have managed to play every New Zealand putting tour event bar one, uh, and I am currently the president of the New Zealand mini golf federation, uh, also, the Oceania representative for the World Mini Golf Federation. Um, My favourite course is here in New Zealand. It's called at a place called Golf 360 in uh, Tauranga, which I think is New Zealand's seventh biggest city. Uh, It's a course with no sides. It's just old school with just mounds and uh, breaks to work out. So uh, it's all about pace and line. Uh, We've had six events there since we began in 2017 and... I have actually won all six events there, hence why it is my favourite course. Uh, Close second is ProDrive in Hamilton, uh, which was a uh, venue of the New Zealand Open last year. Unfortunately, I only managed third, so my goal is to win the New Zealand Open this year. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Faye Ansley, and I currently live in Auckland, New Zealand. I was born in Wellington, but spent most of my years in Whanganui in the North Island. I've always loved playing mini golf and always we always play on holidays. Um, played competitively since 2017, hence my interest in Putt 18. Also played in Australia a few times. Um, I'm currently on the New Zealand Mini Golf Federation. My favourite courses are Pro Drive in Hamilton and Lumberjacks Indoor course in Rotorua, although don't necessarily score well there. Most memorable is the T-Rex course at Lily putt in Auckland where I gained a second placing recently in that tournament.
8: Thanks. Hi, my name is John Ansley and I'm from Auckland in New Zealand. I'm a competitive mini golfer and a Putt 18 competitor. I'm part of a group that are, that are involved in a competitive putting tour each year which has been going since 2017. And my most memorable moment in that putting tour was winning the first ever New Zealand putting tour competition. Another memorable moment was playing for New Zealand in the Czech Republic. My favourite course is Pro Drive in Hamilton, combined with Lumberjacks, the indoor course in Rotorua. And if you're ever in Australia, check out the Thornley Golf Club. They have two golf courses, uh, two mini golf courses there, which are really, really good and I've just recently relayed both courses with new carpet. Check it out if you can. Bye. Hi, my name is Mick Cullen from Antioch, Illinois. I was a season
9: one champion, taking home the golden putter plaid jacket and $25,000 on the game show, Holy Moly. And I am also the world record holder for the most holes of miniature golf played in 24 hours with 5,040. And I run an annual miniature golf tournament called the MC Mini Masters, that goes to six different courses in the same day. And uh, Pat and Tom asked me to talk about my favorite courses. I'm gonna talk about two, one which has nostalgic uh, importance to me and one which uh, is just a great challenge. So my favorite classic miniature golf course that I get to play on a regular basis is out here in Lincolnshire, Illinois. It's called King Skill Golf, two 18 hole courses with the, the classic uh, kitschy obstacles, but always super well maintained. And every year they, they switch something up and add a new element or change out an obstacle and make a whole redesign that uh, makes you have to, to think differently every time you come out there. So I really appreciate that they're always doing something to keep it fresh and their staff always make sure that everyone is well taken care of and having a great time. So lots of smiles to be had at that course. My favorite challenging course out there, I think everybody should play at least once if they're a serious miniature golfer, is Fantasia Fairways out in Orlando at the Walt Disney World Complex. It is incredibly challenging, no borders on any of the holes. Every hole is meant to look like a miniature version of a real golf hole. So they range from par three to par five. The entire course is a par 72. Uh, Tons of contours, different textures of carpet, And uh, it's a real challenge, like getting a two on any hole there is just as good as getting a hole in one on any other course. So those are my two favorite courses to talk about. Happy National Miniature Golf Day, everybody.
10: Hello, this is Diane Cullen, also known as Mick's mom. I was lucky enough to win Holy Moly Season 1, Episode 5. What an adventure, the thrill of a lifetime. I live in Gray's Lake, Illinois with my husband, Michael. My husband introduced me to mini golf on our very first date 46 years ago in Chicago, Illinois. And I immediately fell in love with mini golf and my husband in that order. My favorite mini golf course of all time was Sisolak's Family Fun in Zion, Illinois. It had two back-to-back 18 hole courses, the East course and the West course. We would play nearly every single weekend. Mr. Sisolak got to know us very well. He ran and maintained the courses well into his late 80s. We introduced our sons, Mick and Matthew, to Sisolak's when they were only four and six years old. And of course, they were hooked. I have my very fondest memories at Sisolak's. Happy National
11: Mini Golf Day from Pennsylvania. I am Marnie Van Grauw from the small town of Lidditz, Pennsylvania, also known as Miss Crispy Bacon from season two of Holy Moly. I consider myself mostly a recreational golf player. Um, however, I do enjoy the occasional tournament. My family still doesn't like to play with me very much because I win all the time. However, if I were to choose a favorite or most memorable course, I would guess that anyone who's played on the set of Holy Moly would have to pick that. I don't think there's anywhere else in the world that you can top fire-breathing dragons, windmills, motorized zip lines, and let's not forget all of that icy cold water. However, if I had to pick a close second, I would go with sort of a hometown favorite, which is Shells Miniature Golf located in Reading, Pennsylvania, not far from here. It's sort of a throwback to a simpler time, a very unique 27-hole miniature golf course, which is very difficult to find. Not a lot of crazy obstacles, but it's laid out in such a way that it's very challenging to play, some very um, unique setups there, and you really can't beat the great ice cream and cheap burgers that you can get before, during, or after a round of miniature golf.
10: Hi, I'm
11: Austin. I'm 13 years old, and I'm the creator of AJ's Mini Golf, a pop-up mini golf course that we host every year and then donate the proceeds to charity. My favorite course is the Adventure Golf and Raceway in Westminster, Colorado. I really like the Lost Continent course because of all the animatronics and the fire. Hello, my name is Alex. I live in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, and I'm eight years old.
12: I like mini golf because I usually get twos and ones. My favorite mini golf course is Adventure Golf and Raceway in Westminster, Colorado. I like that mini golf course
11: cause it has lots of fire!
0: Hi, I'm Tim Van Grauw from Littes, Pennsylvania. I'm forced to enjoy mini golf because I'm married to Miss Crispy Bacon from Holy Moly Fame. My favorite course is Jen's Links on Long Beach Island, New Jersey because they have some of the cleanest water running through their features I've seen anywhere.
4: Hi, my name is Maura Wilson. I live in Linwood, New Jersey, I grew up in Ocean City, New Jersey, and I am not a professional miniature golfer. Um, I heard about professional miniature golfing through my fiance, Aaron Kaminsky, who is very much involved with the professional miniature golf community, Um, and I kind of got dragged along for the ride. So here we are. I play mini golf occasionally. There was that one summer where I worked at um, Congo Falls in Ocean City, New Jersey. Um, Highly recommend that mini golf course. There are three different courses there. You get your choice of any of them. Um, Lost City does have air conditioning, just to let you know. And that was by far the best job I've ever worked in my entire life, Um, long before me and Aaron even started dating, but um, yeah, I made people happy all the time. They came up, wanted to play mini golf. I took their money, handed them some balls and sent them on their way. And I'll never have a job like that again. And my favorite mini golf experience is probably when we played Prodigy mini golf. Um, That is in East Hampton, Massachusetts. Really cool course, really hard course, all indoors, but the obstacles for that course were really challenging but a lot of fun and it's probably my favorite course I've ever played because it was the only course where I beat Aaron so I have that under my belt and I was actually like nine under par I think I lucked out with that course me and Aaron had never played it before Um, but the owner was also super cool he let us come in even on a day when it was closed Um, we played exclusively there with no one else there and he really made a special for us. He put the O Street logo projected on a wall. Um, he put a little sign in front that said uh, closed, open for O Street only. So it was a really special experience and Aaron actually proposed to me the next day. I thought he was gonna to propose to me at that course because you know I actually beat him for one. so of course he would pop a question right then and there. That's how he knew I was the one for sure, but now he popped the question the next day, so it was a memorable experience for a lot of reasons.
12: Hello, my name is Aaron Kamensky. I am from Linwood, New Jersey. Originally grew up in Ocean City, New Jersey, which is dubbed America's greatest family resort. And the reason why it's the greatest family resort is because it has 13 miniature golf courses in this one town that I grew up in. I was so lucky to do that because miniature golf is such a huge part of my life. I also run O Street Mini Golf, a Uh, organization run by mini golfers for mini golfers in the South Jersey area we put on tournaments and leagues we have a thousand dollar tournament our summer league coming up and then we also run this YouTube channel O Street mini golf where we travel the country playing miniature golf courses with a bunch of different friends trying to find some new and interesting ones and uh, document as much as we can I would say my most memorable miniature golf experience was back in 2015 when I first played the Masters of Mini Golf in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. At that time we played two years of our Summer League, our O Street Summer League, or the OGA Tour as it was formerly known by, but I, I, I didn't know what to expect. And going down there I'm thinking, oh maybe I have a chance to win some money. And the caliber of miniature golfer there was just insane. I mean, I, I had an idea what professional miniature golf was, but it truly opened my eyes to what the sport actually is. And that first year was an experience unlike any other. I, I felt like I had a new, a new family. Um, and since then I've met so many incredible people, not just in this country, but around the world. And I would say it was that moment, getting into professional miniature golf that has gotten me to where I am today. I was inspired to play as many courses as I can and go to as many tournaments as possible, and uh, that, that drive and that fire was, was lit that October of 2015. I guess to sign off, just a happy Mini Golf Day everybody.